It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson! And it goes to Corey Davis. Crowder trying to get him out of space, slopes a tackle, and there he goes! Crowder! It's a foot race, and Crowder is in there! A 69-yard touchdown. He'll hit immediately. He got the handoff. You know that's the Q-inator. Oh my gosh! Listen. Thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time for the Jets-Patriots pregame report. Final look at everything going on around the Jets and the Patriots as we get ready for the game coming up later today at MetLife Stadium with the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at jetsinsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley. Chris, what's up, buddy? Not much. Uh, I am, uh, you know, starting to prepare myself to get ready to go to my first game in a, in a few, a couple of years, considering <laughs> I didn't, I didn't go to them last year since every, all the interviews were done on zoom. And I, I was like, yeah, not risking COVID to go sit in the press box. And uh, so this will be my first game in, in a, a live game in a while. What that means is that the Jets, in your honor, have to win this one because the very big deal is in attendance. They've got to up their level to match you. I mean, they, you would think they should, but they've done plenty of losing in my presence over the last <laughs> So I don't think that's how it works. It's <laughs> very true, unfortunately. And we're going to get into this game, the home opener between the Jets and the Patriots coming up. In a few minutes, but first, final news and notes. Makai Becton, he is going to have surgery. Four to eight weeks he's going to miss. There have been all kinds of reports about what was going to happen, whether he was going to have surgery. And the thought originally was if he had to have surgery, it would be season ending. Thankfully, it's not. So he'll miss between a quarter and a half of the season. It's not ideal, but it's definitely a lot better than what some of us feared. Yeah, it's absolutely better than what uh, people feared. Also, uh, uh, from my perspective, don't I don't even care about him getting back and playing the rest of the season. Just be healthy for the offseason. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. That's one of the things we don't talk about enough when it comes to injuries. When, you, when a player gets injured at the end of the year and then they can't do everything they would normally do in the offseason, that can make things worse for players heading into the – the following season into training camp and all that. So best case scenario is that he's healthy during the off season. He doesn't have to worry about any type of rehab and he can get focused on getting better. But obviously, you know, if they can straighten a few things out and get him back uh, for the back end, that would be great too. But again, my main concern, just get healthy, be healthy for the off season. You don't want him having to do rehab and stuff while training camp is going on. Injury report, Chris. Jamie and Sherwood listed as doubtful. It appears he's not going to play. They were saying earlier this week they do expect him back for week three. 
Chuma Adoga, this is funny because I'm looking at the Jets injury report on their Twitter account, and the first comment under the injury report is a guy named Nick Hunter who says exactly what my first thought was. Why is Chuma Adoga still on this team? Because he's listed as questionable. Keelan Cole listed as questionable. Jamison Crowder listed as questionable. And Isaiah Dunn listed as questionable. I don't really know much about what's going on with Dunn or Adoga, but from what I understand, it appears that Keelan Cole and Jamison Crowder are both very likely to play. Well, Crowder is almost certain to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, you know, COVID is the only thing uh, that kept him off. He's off the COVID list, so he's going to be able to play. Uh, Cole, I, I expect to play too, uh, but, you know, there's a possibility of something, uh, him tweaking something in warm-ups or something. Um Crowder isn't going to tweak COVID. That's not going to pop up during warm-ups. <laughs> um, as, as far as why is Chuma Doga still on this roster, have you seen the rest of this offensive line? <laughs> uh, Dan Feeney is still on this roster. Uh, there's, uh, there's, there's a lot going on, and very little of it, if any of it, is good on that offensive line. So not and the Jets aren't in a position to be turning up their nose up to anybody, let, uh, not even Chuma Doga. But yeah, so uh, th- those are the the big names. Sherwood's the only one that we we, we feel confident uh, is definitely going to be out, and that's going to be out. But uh, you know the defense held up pretty well. It's the the main focus, of course, is going to be how this offense does this week. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Chris, let's go through predictions, not only for the overall result of the game, but also player props and such. And we'll start with the actual game prediction. Patriots are minus six. Do you like the Jets here plus the points? The, the, those points are tempting because, you know, I don't I think the Patriots are going to be a good team, but I don't see them blowing out a lot of uh, people at all this year. They just um but I'm I'm gonna go with the Patriots. I'm gonna I'm gonna say they just barely cover that one. What do you think the final score is gonna be? Ah, let's go twenty three, thirteen, or fourteen. Over under forty three. Under. Jets total points over under seventeen point five. Under, but but they could they seventeen point five isn't. Uh, you know, uh, completely unrealistic for them to hit. They could hit that, but I I would lean slightly under. Patriots over under total points twenty three point five. And I, I believe I just said twenty four too, so I should go over. But uh, I'll go under on that. Oh, I did say twenty three. Then nice twenty three. Player odds for touchdowns: Ryan Griffin plus five hundred. Uh, it's not enough juice for me to do that, but it's it's not bad. But I'll say no. Keelan Cole plus four ten. You know what? I like that one. I'm a, I'm gonna do that. I think the Patriots are gonna focus so much on Corey Davis, and I do think that you know Jamison Crowder is gonna do some work. But it, the touchdown red zone, Keelan Cole. Yeah, I like that one. I'll, I'm gonna go ahead with Keelan Cole on that. Trevon Wesco plus six twenty. No, 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 not no. Denzel Mims, if he can get off the bench, plus five hundred. If if Denzel Mims could get some playing time, I'd be much more inclined to do this. Also, that a uh, plus five hundred for a player who got like two snaps last week only that's that should be plus a lot more, just based on playing time. So that's a no. 
That's a, that's a no. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Elijah Moore plus two twenty five. That's a, that's a no, but uh, I, w- I especially because that that price is way too low to to risk there. But uh, I I do think you'll see uh, more out of Elijah Moore this week. Just not a touchdown. Ty Johnson plus two twenty five. Yeah. Now I I I botched this last week. Uh, not just for Ty Johnson, but just the fact that I thought this Jets uh, offensive line, they were gonna, the offense was going to be able to run the ball. And, man, did they struggle. Um, so, but to get one, I'm going to go with yes on this. I still think that he's uh, the more likely to get uh, some of those touches down there. Uh, it's, it's not, I'm not, yeah, I'm going to go nights and, and try to bounce back with Ty Johnson this week. Zach Wilson plus three ten. I will uh, stay away from him running in a touchdown there. It's always possible, but yeah, I'm gonna say no. Jets defense special teams plus two seventy five. No, no, I'm not. I'm not looking for a special teams break against the Patriots. Uh, yeah, it's it's possible, but I, I'm not. Zach Jones, I'm not thinking it's prob- likely to throw a pick six or anything. Braxton Berrios plus three fifty. No, no, uh, no, no, no. Tyler Croft, Tomb Raider, plus 350. I See, I like him more than I like Griffin on this one, mm-hmm. but that that's uh, that's not enough, uh, enough juice. Plus 350 isn't enough for me to go with Tyler Croft there. I'll say no. I kind of like that one, honestly. I think the Jets are going to be going to the tight ends a fair amount of the time, and Croft is probably the best of the bunch. I don't know that I would necessarily bet it, but I think that it's a decent wager. LaMichael P. Ryan, plus 410. Plus 410. So if it's if it's not Ty Johnson, he would be number two on my list here, but I'm going to say no. Michael Carter, plus 410. No. Ramondre Stevenson, plus 350. This this is tricky because like, I, I was joking with uh, my friend, about Damian Harris, Damian Harris might never, we might never hear or see from him again because they, he fumbled and the Patriots lost the game. <laughs> Belichick might, you know, bury him under the stadium or something. But Stevenson also fumbled earlier mm-hmm. in the game. Mm-hmm. So, so we might never see him again. So I'm going to say no, because I don't know how <laughs> Belichick's going to do that. And I'm not betting on him to just lean on him, even though I think Damian Harris might have saved him by fumbling as well. If you look under the stadium, you might find Stevenson, you might find Harris, and you may also finally find Jimmy Hoffa. So let me know how that goes if you do dig. Mac Jones, plus 310. No, Mac Jones rumbling, stumbling, bumbling into the end zone. I'm I'm shying away from that, and I don't think he's got that Tom Brady QB sneak into the end zone in them quite the same either. Brandon Bolden, plus 620. Ooh, now this one I like because if – if you're going the Damian Harris and the uh, the Stevenson, uh, get, not getting the touches, Brandon Bolden at six plus six twenty, I, I like that one. Um, I might throw a little something on that. Uh, just, just again, that would be strictly a play on Damian Harris and Stevenson not getting the touches, but I might throw a little something on that one. I think I would. Gunnar Olszewski plus five hundred. No, I just I just refuse to bet on somebody named Gunner. <laughs> Corey Davis plus one fifty. Uh no, I'm staying away from it this week, especially at just plus one fifty against the Patriots. 
Uh, we know what Belichick's gonna do. He's gonna he takes away your best weapon. You know, have you ever heard that before? Of course, you've heard that before. That, but that's true. It's a cliche at this point because it's true. It's what he does, and uh, I'm I would shy away from betting on Corey Davis. I agree. Also, nice to hear the very big deal break out into a spontaneous singing session here. Can never go wrong with that. Jacob Johnson plus six twenty. No, because I. I mean, who? <laughs> Jamison Crowder plus one seventy-five. No, not not enough on on their one seventy-five there. And I, again, I I think Jamison Crowder will probably do uh fairly decent, but he he it have to be a long break, a long one, and I don't see that happening. Tevin Coleman plus one seventy-five. No, I I I think he would be third in like goal line rushing there but also i clearly haven't figured this coaching staff out so so go go for it if you feel i'm frisky but i'd still say no i i wouldn't like uh the jets chances of uh you know too many running too many in james white plus 125 oh see i was ready to pounce on this one but plus 125 it's not it's barely even worth it um yeah i'm gonna say i'm gonna say no to that one too though i i I think he can uh, do a whole lot of damage, especially as a receiving back. Damian Harris, if he's not buried under the stadium, minus one sixty. Yeah, my see again. My if if you tell me that that Belichick is just gonna forget about the fumble and uh, everything's normal, then I'd be willing to put up one sixty to win a hundred. Um, I I think the Patriots will be a, a running and scoring a running touchdowns. But I'm not putting up 160 just to find out that Belichick doesn't trust Damian Harris and and isn't giving him a single snap. Uh, Yeah, I'm staying away. Hunter Henry, plus 150. Uh, Hunter Henry, is it John Smith? Which one? One of them. It feels like at least one of them is probably going to catch a touchdown. Uh, I'm going to say no to Henry, though. Jacoby Myers, plus 125. That one I like. like, It's not not a huge payoff, just 125, but... Who's stopping them? I mean, Bryce Hall looked pretty good. The, the Jets' defense overall played better than I expected, but yeah, I'll go with yes on that. Janu Smith plus one seventy-five. Yeah, let's let's go with Janu. I said I said one a Hunter or Janu. Janu's got a little bit of a better pay to it. And I, I'll go with Janu. Nelson Aguilar plus one fifty. Yeah, I don't I don't like this. I don't. I don't like Mac, Mac Jones uh, going too deep and uh, Aguilar is going to do too much uh, short. So Kendrick Bourne plus 225. Mm, no, 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 no. Patriots defense special teams plus 275. This is tempting. This is tempting. If, if Gilmore was in there, it'd be much more tempting. I'm going to say no, though. First half, Jets plus three. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Patriots there. I, I th- think they're probably more likely. The Jets more likely to uh, form better the second half. I, I still feel like uh, slow start might be coming, but I don't really know what I'm basing that off of besides last week, and I don't know that that holds any merit. First half total points over under twenty one. Uh, I'll go under. First half points Patriots over under ten point five. I'll, I'll go under. I, I ten, ten, 10 flat seems like a good a good choice there. 
First half, total points, Jets over under 7.5. I'm going under. Zach Wilson, total touchdown passes over under 1.5. Your odds are plus 160 for over and minus 225 for under. Yeah, I, I, I would like a little bit more juice on that, but I'll go over on it. Mac Jones, total touchdown passes over under 1.5. Over is minus one thirty. Under is minus one ten. Yeah, it's a it's one I'm pro- I'd probably stay away from. But I, I if you're gonna make me choose, I'll go under. I'll say they run more of them in there. Total pass attempts: Zach Wilson thirty two point five over under minus one twenty five for the over minus one fifteen for the under. I'm I'm gonna go over there. I think they're gonna need the pass and. You know, from not being able to run the ball, from being down, I think they're going to need to pass. I'm going over. Total pass attempts. Mac Jones over under 31.5, over minus 125, under minus 115. I'm going to go under there. Again, I, I think it's the opposite with the Patriots. They'll be leaning a lot on the run. But, you know, they do a lot of short passing games, so I'm not very confident in it, but I'll go under. Total successful completions, Zach Wilson, over under 20.5, over minus 130, under minus 110. I'm going over there. I, I, I He's going to get over 20, uh, 21 and a half or whatever that number is. Mac Jones, over under 21.5, over minus 125, under minus 115. Mm, I'm going to go under, I, I again, Leaning on the run game more so, so I'll go under, just under. Total passing yards. Zach Wilson over under 236.5, over minus 125, under minus 115. I'm going, I'm going over. Uh, I did, again, I, I'm, I, I'm mostly basing this off of just last week, which I probably shouldn't be doing, but big slow start. Uh, by the end, they're going to have to pass so much. He's definitely over. Mac Jones over under 245.5 over minus 125 under minus 115. Oh, that's that's not a big number. So, but I'm I'm still going to go under here. I again, I just think they're going to be leaning on uh, the run. Player total receptions, Corey Davis over under 4.0 over minus 135 under minus 105. Ooh, still okay. So I know I already said the whole Belichick going to take away the best weapon thing, um, and yes, that that's true. But only getting four catches, yeah. I still I I think they'll play off of him enough to where they can you can snag in uh, five catches. So I'll, I'll go over. Jacoby Myers over under four point five over minus one fifteen under minus one twenty five. Give me the over on that one. He's he's the receiver I trust there. Player total reception yards. James White over under 26.5 over minus 125 under minus 115. Oh, that's that's the better the, the game for me right there. Give me that over. Nelson Aguilar 46.5 over minus 125 under minus 115. Uh you you put 46.5 and Nelson Aguilar right next to each other. And I'm sitting there saying, okay, it's just going to take one play to, to mm-hmm. hit the over there. But Mac Jones being the quarterback, I don't know uh, that I'm that I'm seeing the ball 
going that that far in there. Um, but it, it doesn't take a lot to get there. I'm still going under. I actually kind of like that one, Chris. Aguilar did that last week. He had well over 46.5. He had 72 yards and a touchdown. So I think that's a decent bet. The only problem with a lot of these props is that I don't love the minus 125 or the minus 115. You're just not getting a lot of value there. But as far as the actual prop itself, I like that one for Aguilar. Corey Davis over under 54.5. Over is minus 125. Under is minus 115. Ooh, that, that, that's a that's a small number. That's a smaller number than I, I, I thought they would have given. Because uh, I was all prepared to go to go under there, uh, I I think you're going to get them over, just barely over. But I think by the end of the game, you're going to get them over. Jacoby Myers over under fifty five point five over minus one twenty five under minus one fifteen. I'll take it. Give, give me that over on that one. That's a that's a small number. He can clear it. Player total rushing yards, Damian Harris, over under 72.5, over minus 125, under minus 115. I'm going under, and you notice, because I do not trust anything with Damian Harris. I've already said this. Now to close out the show, we'll get our picks for the week from our friend Walter Cherapinski over at WalterFootball.com. Walter, welcome back to the show, sir. Thanks, Scott. So the Patriots are six-point favorites at the Jets this week. I'm not going to bet this game. I I think the spread's a little inflated. Uh, The look-ahead line for this game before week one was the Patriots minus three and a half. So this line has really uh, jumped up because of last week's results. Um, Normally, I'd like the value, but I'm afraid of going against Bill Belichick versus a rookie quarterback. And I know on the other side, you have Mac Jones versus Robert Sala, but I don't think Sala has the horses yet. So uh, I, I would like the Patriots if we had a more reasonable number, but this number is inflated. Like I said, so I'm going to stay away from this game. Uh, I, I do like some other games this week, though. Um, both teams from Pennsylvania, the Steelers are minus six and a half against the Raiders. I think this might be a blowout. Uh, the Raiders had a big win Monday night in overtime, uh, but it's a short week. They have to go across the country and play in an early game. I know some other the other teams on the West Coast have done better in this spot, like the Rams, the 49ers, the Seahawks all have great records in, in this situation. The Raiders don't under John Gruden. They're 3-8 and eight against the spread in these early games, and they're coming off an overtime game on Monday night, uh, so it's it's going to be even tougher for them uh, normally. Plus, they're going to be without uh, Richie Incognito and Denzel Good, so they're going to be down two starting offensive linemen uh, against the Steelers front, which really should put a lot of pressure on Derek Carr, so I think the Steelers are minus 6.5 is a good play. I like the Eagles even more, plus 3. Uh, the 49ers have uh, injuries once again. They're down uh, their top two cornerbacks, uh, so the Eagles, with their young, talented receivers, are going to be able to throw all over the 49ers, and with the 49ers, if you can stop the run, uh, you force Jimmy Garoppolo to do stuff. And that's what the Eagles can do with their defensive line. So I think the Eagles should be able to pull the upset uh, at home. In the late afternoon games, I like the Cardinals at minus three and a half. Uh, I love the Cardinals heading into this year uh, on your regular show. Um, during the summer, I, I told you I love the Cardinals uh, as a Super Bowl uh, dark horse. Uh, I bet them at 50 to one. Uh, they, they crushed Tennessee in the opener, uh, and I think they're going to do the same thing to Minnesota. The Vikings have a bad defensive line and the car, a bad offensive line, rather. The Cardinals have two Hall of Famers on their defensive line, and uh, Kyler Murray, I think, is uh, the front runner for MVP. Uh, and, 
you know, with DeAndre Hopkins. I don't know how Minnesota's uh, secondary stops that. So I think Arizona is is pretty under value here at minus three and a half. I made this line minus nine and a half. So I, th- I think it's going to be a blowout. Uh, the Chargers at minus three, I think, is a good play against the Cowboys. Uh, Dallas is going to be missing Lyle Collins and their top two edge rushers, including the Marcus Lawrence. So Justin Herbert should have all day to throw against Dallas's horrible defense. Uh, I, I don't see how the Cowboys are going to stop stop the Chargers at all. And the Chargers should get enough stop, stops with uh, Lyle Collins out and Joey Bosa rushing the passer. Uh, finally, on Sunday night, I like the Chiefs minus three and a half or minus four against the Ravens. Uh, the Chiefs always crush this matchup because the Ravens play man, uh, which doesn't work against Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. And the Ravens also blitz a lot, and Patrick Mahomes uh, eats up the blitz, you know, like most elite quarterbacks do. Uh, so the Chiefs of minus three and a half is a great play, especially considering that the Ravens are probably going to be without two starting offensive linemen. Ronnie Stanley's out uh, in all likelihood, and uh, they lost Tyree Phillips on Monday night. Uh, Frank Clark's coming back from injury, and they still have Chris Jones on the defensive line. So I think the Chiefs are going to apply a lot of pressure on Lamar Jackson and force him into some turnovers. So those are the WalterFootball.com Week 2 picks. Back to you, Scott. Thanks, Walter. Make sure you check out everything they're doing at WalterFootball.com. A lot of draft content, plenty of gambling and fantasy. It's all there right now, and it's constantly being updated. WalterFootball.com. And check out everything that we're doing over at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Lots of film breakdowns. There are going to be plenty of them after the game from Luke Grant. Kayla Pace has her commentaries, Pace's playbook, so make sure that you check those out. And if you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes for the podcast yet, if you could go ahead and do that for us, really appreciate it. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com.